Well, hello, I'm Kimberly Brock, and the most important lesson I've learned over the last 20 years of being an entrepreneur is that yes, you can have a personally fulfilling and profitable business, but you should never go at it alone. So I'm on a mission to help other women, small business owners, just like you, build thriving businesses that you truly love. Now we're gonna have some fun, so let's get started. This is episode four of the She's Just Getting Started podcast, where today we're gonna talk about rethinking your lemonade stand. Hey everyone, I am so happy you're here today because this is kind of a fun little episode. I hope it makes you think. My goal of this episode is just to help you for a minute stop all this insanity of thinking you have to have a million bells and whistles and fancy things, and you have to have taken the best courses and had the best of everything to make your business successful. I want to kind of bring it back to the basics for a minute so that you think about the core of your business. And so I've got a story to tell first, and then I'll go into the details. So it was funny, the other day I was thinking about when I was like 10 or 11, and I had a lemonade stand, And I lived in Houston, Texas, and I remember filling this huge igloo jug with like, I think it was like country time lemonade mix or something. I had those big red Solo cups, a whole bunch of ice, and I had a wagon. So I put it all in there and I had a sign with like a big Sharpie. I was going to have a lemonade stand and I drug the wagon and pulled it all the way around in the neighborhood to where there was construction going on. Now. They were cutting the roads and bulldozing and putting frames on some of the lots already. It was super hot outside, 100 degrees, and there was all these construction workers. And because it was a new area, there was not gas stations super close. So there wasn't a way to get water or anything if they ran out. And again, it's 100 degrees and it's humid in Houston in the summer. So I plopped my lemonade stand on this one corner of this like sort of intersection. And I had my sign up. And what do you know, I got a lot of sales. And I charged 75 cents, which the funny thing is my husband's like, that was the early 1980s and you charged 75 cents. I was like, yes, I had big solo cups. These were not just like the little styrofoam two sips. This was a big cold cup of lemonade with ice. It was a win, right? It was a win for them. And a win for me. So something about me at the time must have known that pricing it right mattered. Maybe I was sort of an entrepreneur. It was foreshadowing, I guess, at that time. For a few days, I had the stand. I went there every day. I think it was like three or four days. And by the end of it, I had profited $100, which was enough for me to buy my new bike. So yes, I got a new bicycle out of it. And I was done. Peace out. Lemonade stand. Over. And I was thinking about this and that it is such a good representation of what your business should be. It should be like a lemonade stand. It should be the core basics of what a business truly is. So let me start out with my little list here of why this lemonade stand was successful. And maybe you could be thinking about how your business is functioning at this time. So the first one is, are you providing something that people really need, right? And for the lemonade example, 
yes, obviously they needed a cold drink, but I didn't come out with like spinach smoothies or something. You know what I'm saying? Like the kale (laughs) juice. I mean, obviously we didn't even make those back then, but my point is they might not have wanted that. That might've been yummy to me, but that might not have been what they needed in the heat at that moment. So I hope you take a minute here to really think through, is the product you're selling or the service that you're offering needed by your ideal customer? The second thing is location, location, location. So my lemonade stand was on a corner, no gas stations around, people were hot. It was easy, you could walk over, get your lemonade, you're done, right? So for your location, have you really thought about, are you in an accessible location? Are you either online with a website where you're easily findable? Are you at a physical store where you're seen by people in your neighborhood? Because I've seen a lot of stores that are so hidden, you would never even know that they were there. Or do you provide a service where you're known in the community so people think of you when they think of needing that service? So I hope you think about that. Location, location, location. The next thing is, is your product or service priced correctly? So with my lemonade stand, I could have been like every other kid that did it for 10 cents. But no, something in me knew to charge 75 cents because I knew they would pay that. So I just want you to think about, are you pricing your product or service high enough for a good profit? And because it's that valuable and it's going to create that much of a transformation or a benefit to the customer? Or is it a product that is priced competitively? I mean, where are you in the pricing mix. And I just want to make sure that you've really thought that through and you haven't just put it at a price because that's what everyone else is doing. You've actually analyzed your market, analyzed what you offer, analyzed the benefit, the huge benefit, the quick win, whatever it is, and what people are willing to pay for it. The fourth thing is, is that my business was super simple in terms of what I offered. It was one thing and it was lemonade and it was focused and easy. Am I saying you should only sell one product? No. If you've got some type of boutique or online store, no, you shouldn't sell one product unless you are the most amazing at it, right? And no one else has that. But like, for example, my lemonade stand, I could have probably brought like granola bars or something like that. But then again, I'm spending money and then I have to have the inventory of that. So it gets starts getting a little bit shaky. I don't know that these people want granola bars. I think they're just thirsty because it's the heat. In your business, you would need to do market research or talk to people and find out what it is that they really need. And don't be offering 80 million other things that they don't need. Keep it simple and focused and clear. The fifth thing is that my marketing was simple. It was grassroots marketing, if you want to call it that. It was just a sign in a good location. And so they could see it and they came over to it, build it and they will come. Well, not always, but with the lemonade stand, you put the sign up lemonade and it's 100 degrees, they're going to come, right? So that was free. I didn't have to go put flyers on people's doorsteps because I really wasn't even marketing to the people that lived right next door to me and the people around me in my neighborhood. I was marketing to those workers over there that needed it. So I was in the right place and I was there and it was free. So how are you marketing your product? Is it the most effective? And I've said this on another episode that the grassroots marketing is the new online marketing. It's the new black, meaning 
It's the way you can get more business. I'm telling you, knowing people, being connected locally, talking about your business to others, not in a a forceful way or a salesy way, but just making sure people are aware of your business because the online space is so competitive now, unless you have a super, super unique offering. Okay, so think about the money that you're spending on marketing. Is it really working? Maybe you just need to dial it back and do a little grassroots marketing. Okay, the sixth thing is that you need to create an emotional connection with your customers. And with this lemonade stand, I know they couldn't see me from afar. They just saw lemonade and they went to it. But then they're like, oh, they actually felt good about it. And they're like, oh, this little girl is selling it. Hopefully I was sweet. And so it was kind of this fun experience. And they're like, thank goodness you're here. You know, it was all sunshines and rainbows. But for you, are you creating an emotional connection? And you're probably thinking, what the heck do you mean? Well, do you really care about your clients? And do you show them and tell them? What are the things that you do to be connected to them? Do you understand them? Are you telling them how you understand their pain points, right? Are you human in this whole process? And if you have a website, you have a story up or something where they understand, maybe it's even on just your social media and everything where you take them through your kind of story or an email sequence where they kind of get to know you and there's sort of an emotional connection versus just transactional, right? The seventh thing, which was awesome about the lemonade business, is that I knew when to get out. I had a goal in mind, and when I got to it, $100 profit, I was out. Now, I'm not saying I want you to be out at a certain dollar value, but you should have milestones in place. You should have certain goals in place that you know at that point now you're going to pivot and focus on the next thing. So maybe for a while it's growing your email list, and then the next year you're focusing on your revenues. And then the next year you're really honing in on your profit margin related to those revenues, right? So there's all these different tactics you can use and those warrant a whole, you know, another set of episodes. But I just want to make sure you have goals in place and that you're working towards those and you're documenting those. Okay, so to recap, I want to go through the seven aspects of your business that are the basic must-haves that you need to think through that don't have to be complicated. Are you offering what they need? Do you have a findable location? Are you priced right? Is your business offering simple and understandable? Are you marketing correctly and taking advantage of grassroots marketing? Are you creating an emotional connection? And have you set out goals and are you measuring them? That's it. So thank you so much. And if you could do me a huge favor, if you could go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this podcast and leave me a review, I would be so appreciative because I am just starting this podcast and I want to obviously keep doing it for a long time. And I want to keep providing valuable information. But I know those pesky, you know, algorithms are affected by the reviews that all the podcasts get. So If you would just take a minute to write a quick review, it doesn't have to take you long. You don't have to put anything fancy, just something positive, five stars. I would love five stars. (laughs) Anyway, so thank you so much. And again, if you need help with your business, I want to help you uncomplicate it and get it back to the basics of what you should be doing. Maybe you have an online store or website. I would love to help you. Anyways, 
Have a great day. Bye. Now this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here. Head on over to KimberlyBrock.com. And yes, you can get more valuable information for your journey. And you know what? You don't need to go through this alone. I would love to help you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye.